<laughs> Fiji. <laughs> All right, so without further drinking noises, welcome to Table in a Basement. My name is Josh. This is Jared. And we have with us today a friend of ours. What's your name? Mike. This is Mike. No last name, just Mike. <laughs> we talked into you last week. Anyways, talked into you. Oh. It's a mic joke. <laughs> I wish I had that written down. Gold. Anyways, welcome to the second episode of Table in a Basement. We are still doing this one week later, so good for us. Preparing for the big storm? Yes, we have a giant snowstorm, so it is almost, it is after 10 at this point. So relatively impromptu, we were out and we're like, hey, it's going to snow a lot tomorrow, so we should probably do this now. This one's a legit state of emergency too, right? I think I so. Think, I think it's it even I think has I a name. Was it Harper? Yeah, Harper. Storm Harper. Anyways, so yeah, um, the goal for this episode is to film the whole episode. Last time, my phone filled up after 19 minutes. So whenever I get around to making the YouTube video, it will have 19 minutes of of visuals, and then after that, I don't know what'll happen. Might yeah. be complete chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Another important thing to note is this is being recorded before we post our first one. So <laughs> there's really no audience to talk to yet because we don't technically exist. So, Yeah, but it'll be up. So they get it. I guess so. For mom out there. Good old mom watching. So, Mike, tell us about yourself. Tell um, us about the... Go ahead. All, all the cool things about you. Um, Let the audience get to know our first rotating cast member. Yes, yeah, so I am 25. Huh. I work in the town that I live in. Huh. Um, I have this weird tingle in my ear sometimes that it feels like there's water and I just can't get it out and it wakes <laughs> me up at night. Swimmer's ear? Uh, no, I don't swim usually. Um, <laughs> I'm okay at jackknifing off the diving board, but that's about it. Okay, um, he's modest. Yeah, he I drive the... a Jeep. Um, I appreciate the guitar and the drums. So, yeah, there's yeah. me. Very cool. Nice to meet you, Mike. Thanks. Glad to have you yeah, on the I show. I just wandered through the woods and ended up in this house. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, it's not incorrect. <laughs> there was Mike on the porch. I'm like, hey, you want to film a podcast in our basement? And sure enough, here he is. So, first point of conversation, seeing as we have an impending major snowstorm coming up on us within the next 24 hours, I thought winter would be a neat little discussion point. Tis the season. I hate it. <laughs> I despise winter. It is my least favorite holiday by a considerable margin. Hmm. Like, I appreciate snow the first time. I think it looks pretty, and you take pictures, and it's whimsical, and it's a wonderful experience. But I think every single time it snows after that, it's miserable, and it's cold, and I despise it. I hate winter. You believe this fucking guy? Yeah. Growing up, I lived on a hill, so winter was always <laughs> great. But living in town now, I understand the annoyance. Um... I mean, I could go off on a snowstorm story. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So we had a friend uh, named Pam come over to the house one time, and uh, he had to use our restroom. Uh, so he goes into the bathroom, and he took a shit in the toilet. And I told him that that toilet didn't work. <laughs> I know. Uh, so he believed me. Um, so he came out of the bathroom, and he was like, dude, I just took a shit in your toilet, and that doesn't work. And I was like, oh, man, my dad's going to be so mad. So I told him we have some plastic bags in the kitchen, and he'd have to reach in and grab his poop out. 
uh, and he really believed me uh, to the point that he threatened to leave my house multiple say, times. He was like, dude, I got to get out of here. Yeah, so he like threatened he to leave him, like... my house multiple times, and I was like, Sam, my dad is going to kill me if there's poop in that toilet. So he was having something? a panic attack. He walked out of my house and got in his car and started it and then turned it off and came back inside and felt really bad. Like, didn't you tell him that the toilet was broken or something? Yeah, and that, at that point, I just said, go push the flusher, and it went down. So uh, <laughs> that was probably a, one of the highlights of uh, sled riding at my house. There was many good times. Uh, Jared, actually, uh, we had a dog that acted like a feigning goat. Uh, so she, you could play fetch with her 15 times, and the 14th time she would freeze up and f- stiffen up and fall over. So Jared, the one time, was sled riding, and he hit her. And <laughs> she stiffened up and fell over, and he thought he killed her. But uh, she, she I was like, just, down the ma- <laughs> I just told him to pick her back up and put her on her legs, and then she went on her way. But, I remember yeah. feeling so horrible about that. Yeah, so, I was yeah. just like, oh, no. I could come up with highlights probably all day, but those are a couple gold ones. Like, so you like winter, is yeah. what I'm getting. Yeah, I enjoy sled, uh, snowboarding, too, so yeah. when yeah. I can get around to it, yeah. But you don't yeah. need winter, yeah. I guess, I, completely today. So I am in the boat of, I grew up on a flat farm with no hills. All I ever wanted as a kid was a hill. I would, I would say to my parents, it's like, I can't believe we don't have a hill. Like, it was their fault that the natural geography the natural terrain of our land didn't have a hill i asked for one thing every winter and that was a hill never got it but now that i'm older i can go to hills (laughs) i can go to that i can i have friends that have hills so i've gone to their (laughs) hills i love winter now <laughs> you're a tired of winter. I I can go to hills now, so I, I can enjoy go to hills. I love winter, sort of. I I like it for about the first month or two, but toward the end, I just like February when it. Like, around that's this my point, time, though. Like, it's gonna get. I'm gonna get fed up, especially when when this Arctic freeze hits. I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm over it. That's like that's my point. Like you can't. Winter is the season where, like, yeah, you like the beginning of it because, whoa, it's snowy and it's pretty outside. But then, like, towards the end of it, you hate it. You just want it to be over. That's not really – that's not something you like. You that's something that, like, you tolerate. All that salt and cinders and stuff in the snow, and it's just like, okay, go away now. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not something that you consistently enjoy. It's miserable. Well, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I still, I still appreciate winter. I think – my pro, like I don't do winter sports. Like I enjoy sledding a lot. That's fun, but that's such a small part of winter. Like I don't, I don't snowboard. I don't ski. Like I can see myself getting into like cross country skiing. That might be fun, but at this point, I think I avoid winter sports just so I have more of an excuse to be a grumpy grouch about it. Well, the consequences of getting hurt when you get older, you're like, oh my gosh, I could miss work if I potentially go off this that's sl- true. sled riding ramp and kill myself. We did. We took some very harsh, like, sledding days. Like, it was... I remember going home and waking up the next morning being sore from sled riding. Mostly because, like, your hill ran into a busy road. It's like oh, you yeah, would you have to, like, bail last second. You, yeah. you didn't have an option. You had to dive off. Yeah, out of my friend's hills, 
Mike's Hill was my favorite yeah. hill. It was a fun hill. There was it was like a giant. It was like a mini mountain, and there was like a hill on each side, and each one was yeah. better than the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, there was one time Tyler was going down the hill, and there was a car coming, and he there was no sign of stopping. <laughs> and I just like all right, and then I just like I had to like stand in front of him to keep him from dying. <laughs> I hurt so bad. Oh yeah, that was like the worst he injury. Mowed me over. Yeah, he mowed me over. It was like the worst injury I've ever had was from sledding. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. So my dad has a habit of not getting rid of things. So we had this whole entire <laughs> plastic bag of stuffed animals in my garage attic, um, and Tyler came up with the idea that we should put all these stuffed animals on a sled and send them down on a ramp. <laughs> And we ended up filming it, and I think we got a slow-mo of it, and all the stuffed animals went on this ramp, and just Woo. one by one, I mean, I know they didn't make facial expressions, but in my mind, they did. <laughs> well, there was the one I, time, like, a car <laughs> stopped to watch <laughs> the sled. Watch the sled. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> stuffed animals I, go across the road. And I think till this day, I'm, I'm rarely on Facebook, so I don't, I would hope the picture's still there, that we're all still tagged in it. But the picture of us all just spooning on a toboggan and just yeah, like, looking at each other. There's like four or five, like still one of my favorite early photos. to middle college age boys, just like together taking together. a family photo on a, hey, just a toboggan. Five grown dudes on a toboggan. <laughs> I remember my dad's reaction. Dad, we're gonna take this toboggan and with like all five of us were holding a piece of it. And he was like, oh, "Okay, okay." <laughs> and like the first time we took it down was pretty cool because like we had like a really intense like skidding stop. Well, the front guy always gets blasted with like the fresh oh, yeah. top snow. And <laughs> that everybody was what else was just crazy about it. It was just it. like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have fond memories of winter, but generally speaking, I hate this season and I wish it would go away. I'm not a big fan. And for those of you <laughs> with us on YouTube, Mike has vanished. Mike has left he'll, the show. He'll be back, but that's okay. So, moving on. All right. Jared, what would you like to talk about? Did you prepare a list this week or not? Well, (laughs) I do. I like to do what I call mental lists. So go through your list and I'll I'll jog, jog, jog. It's jog your memory. You're so full of things mentally that you just can't speak. Jog your memory? Sure. Jog your memory. That's what it is? I think that's That's the expression. I don't. Sure. Now, what I get out of this is that you didn't actually prepare, is that you're making excuses. Well, but, oh, I was battling... I just flushed the toilet. I was battling the flu this week. Stomach flu. So, I was out for the count for a few days. Not to make excuses, but if I were to make one, it'd be about having an illness. I mean, it's just writing random things on a piece of paper. No, I have some ideas. They're up here. They're up here. They're in Jared's head. And if you remember from last week, Jared's family is prone to schizophrenia and, what's it, dementia? No, get it right. It's Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Alzheimer's and dementia. I'm sorry. So Jared's mind is not the most (laughs) trustable thing to keep ideas in. Yeah. So I guess moving on, something that I've been thinking about, what is our demographic slash target audience? Like, who are we making this show directed towards all right obviously we want our uh latin compadres out there to like our <laughs> show because we took spanish in high school uh i was maximo or maximino uh this guy was walter yeah <laughs> which that that brings a whole nother story what was your spanish name? i was victor 
My name was Victor. Victor in Spanish. See, that seems like more of like a Russian kind of name to me. You know, I was going to be Vincente, but I'm like, you know, let's go Victor. I don't know why I thought of it, but high school me was really dead set on that my a freshman co-worker year. A of mine named Dan, uh, he said that maybe today, uh, because Germany... Like a lot, during World War II, a lot of Germans went to Argentina. Maybe that's where Walter came from and made it a Spanish name. But oh, that was maybe <laughs> that's a good point. That's actually pretty valid. Um, but I just one of my favorite memories was having a uh, sub who I believe was of Spanish heritage. Just. I thought Indian, but maybe <laughs> they're they're so close. <laughs> Not from here. She was, she was from out of town, as we like to say. But I remember she just she's calling the attendants and she goes, "Walter, Walter." That is not a Spanish name. And do you want to take the story away, Walter? <laughs> well, sure it is. It was on the list. No, that is not a Spanish name. We were giving a, given a list of just all these random Spanish names, and it was like Miguel, Paco, Pablo, and uh, any other backyard football names. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> I chose Walter. Um, but yeah, the best was our Spanish Indian sub. Spanish Indian? <laughs> just undecided. Undecided. Parts <laughs> unknown. I wonder what her pronoun was. <laughs> <laughs> that was back before. But <laughs> that was back in 2000. And I'd like to say I'm I'm not ignorant and closed-minded, but I mean, there are some people. It's like, what are you? It's like The Rock. Are we gonna get back or, in The Rock or Jessica Alba? <laughs> are we gonna bring up The Rock every single week for this podcast? No, I'm okay with it. But I wish he was my stepdad. Wait, this is your demographic for The Rock and Jessica Alba? No, we no, no, no. We're saying we're like, rabbit trailing. There's we'll some back. people where it's like, hey, what are you but, like? So you're not saying that's your demographic. That's who you want to listen to. Is yeah. yeah. Alba, Jessica, but if Jessica Alba and The Rock, we're taking decided, a brief like, detour. Like, hey, we, let's go. Let's we had our question podcast. path, then Jerry yeah. kind of took it in a roundabout. If, we'll be back. If The Rock wanted to know what's cooking, and he finds table in a basement, <laughs> and he says, What was Rock so? Huh. Wait, that was his, what that did, was his no, catchphrase. It was, it was, I don't know. What did you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> oh, so I already used it. What was okay. Hulk Hogan's? Uh, Hulkamania. Or he used to, like, grumble a lot. Yeah. Like, Macho Man Randy Savage. That's always... The- I'm gonna get you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that the Hulk... Step into a Slim Jim. Half of the Hulk's catchphrase was just him shaking and his eyes getting really big. <laughs> Hulkamania. He was a, here's what's coming, brother. Was he brother or was Macho? Um, I think he, they both were. Hulk was, Hulk was more brother. I think brother. Mon- yeah. yeah, he was always... Yeah, he yeah. did, like, the rock and roll. Yeah, I... I forget what would the rock call people like pansies. He would he would say something something that was famous. My time. I didn't start watching wrestling until like the Hulk wasn't on it. <laughs> until really? CM Punk and the Miz came that? on. I think my family still does from time to time. I don't understand why. You said they were really into like Monday Night Raw. Yeah, they were for a while. I think yeah. it's just the mindless entertainment. Like you almost don't like. When I you watch wrestling. You stop functioning there as was, a person. For there a was a, a little stretch where it, at uh, Millersville, a group of us would watch the Monday Night Raw, and I will give credit. It was entertaining. I like, like we were at a place earlier that had like actual like normal like the sport wrestling playing, 
And, like, we were talking about, like, I don't understand that sport in the slightest. Like, it's not, like, a shot at the sport. I just don't get it. But, like, WWE, on the other hand, it's so simple. Like, eight-year-olds sit there and they watch and they know every single person. They know every single move. And, like, something about it just, it just, it's just natural for my memory. Like, it's... Well, like, at the beginning, like, do they, like... You think backstage they're like, "All right, Hawk, you're gonna lose today," and then he's like, "All right, man, I guess I'll take one for the team." And I mean, then he goes out, like they automatically know the yeah. like they know the outcome. Yeah. Like it's definitely staged, but I, mean, I don't. It's it's a it's a grown man in fifth graders soap opera. Pretty that's much. that's the demographic. But I don't know. I whenever I watch regular wrestling, I just it's it confuses me. I. I don't understand what any of the moves are, but I will. My one beef with uh, pro wrestling is I the officiating. As I say, like the refs are never paying poor. attention. It's upsetting. Like, come on, sir. He's bringing a ladder into the ring. I Do you not be. see the, t- the? Sir, you don't bring the chair into the ring for any other reason other than something illegal. It's like I want to say it, it goes WWE refs. Globetrotter refs, they're somewhere <laughs> up there. Excuse um, me, sir. He has excuse, several devices in his hand. Sir, that ball is on a string. <laughs> sir, you can't just pants another player. Say, he shoved the ball in the other guy's shirt. Sir, I feel like that is a foul somewhere. Ref, he just pulled your pants down. You're not going to tee him up? Sir, do you not hear the the music playing, the whistling? Sweet, sweet Georgia, whatever. Like... I think it'd be fun to go to a Globetrotter game. And have just, you ever been? Oh, yeah. I've been Dude, like it's a twice. blast. Yeah, it's super fun, <laughs> it's, but I think it'd be funny just to have a team that just didn't put up with it. What's the team, what's the team they play? The Washington the Generals. The Washington, Washington Generals. Generals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've been losing for 50 years. Losing for 50 years. Well, you said that the uh, WWE is a fifth grade soap opera. So, yeah, like, like regular soap operas, what's their demographic? Just like single white I, woman? Like single woman? Well, just, no, there's... Uh, my uncle and my dad, way back in the day when they were, like, college age, used to, like, watch soap operas. So there's, like, a weird, like, intersection between, like, your middle-aged, like, at-home moms and, like... Like, lonely moms that just stay home. There yeah, lonely moms that stay home and wait for the kids to get out of school yeah. and just, like, dies for some reason. Yeah. Like, my, college My age sisters also, folk. oddly, enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm, I I mean it's mindless. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. I think that's the like, main WWE. Like it literally sounds like it was written by a third grader. Oh like, yeah. Then yeah. this guy comes in and he hits him with a chair. Then this guy comes out of the crowd <laughs> and they thought he was dead. And then he pulls not. out another chair. I mean, and then you could he say does soap his... operas are like about the same thing. There's a lot of oh <laughs> they it come is out with chairs it and is stuff like that. a lot of a lot of chair hitting <laughs> and ladder matches in the soap operas. <laughs> the young and the restless. Those. Hell in a Cell matches. <laughs> I've only ever known one person that watched soap operas, and that was a friend of ours, Eric, his mom, but she was also a closet smoker, so. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do? <laughs> it's my favorite. That's, that's, the, type, that's my, the type of mothers that watch their closet smokers. stories were the, oh, no, I saw her smoking, and then she would, like, throw it aside. Oh, you didn't see that. Yeah, the first time I ever found her smoking was I got a tent at a yard sale, and I set it up at their house for some reason, and then we went uh, somewhere else, and it started to storm, so I had to go tear down my new tent. And uh, she was smoking out back, and as soon as she saw me, she threw it down. And then she reeked of... Well, every cigarette kind of has a different ta- a different smell. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she really reeks. I think it was a camel. Camels typically really reek. <laughs> Marlboros are a little bit more mellow, but <laughs> we really get a we're not going to pick our favorite cigarettes on this say. podcast. But that's, <laughs> the best was uh, a vacation recently. This was when I think Eric was either 
a junior in college or graduated. Eric is 25, and his mom still believes that he does not know that she smokes. <laughs> this was when they were at the beach. Eric, uh, what did your mom do? Like, how did she get out? Oh, she just said, oh, I, I had to go get something out of the car. <laughs> she made, like, five separate trips out to the car. Like, 20 minutes What did piece. she think? Wow, she must have really forgot something. She wow. must have packed it. Hit it. There are so many things out there. There are so still. many things packed tight. We should go well, you help know how, her. Like, there's that spray that's called, like, liquid ass or whatever it's yeah. called? Yeah. Yep, yeah, she up. had the equivalent of that that smelled like a dandelion field or, like, a paisy field. Like, her, her car, she would smoke in the car, and it was so strong that's, of not smoking. No, smoke smell. I don't know what not, it was. I I had a couple friends here and there. Is it all right if I smoke in here? And I made the mistake the first couple times. Yeah, no problem. For like a day, and it reeks. I know, but she had some spray that would clear out the whole car, and you'd never even know that there was a cigarette smoked say, in it. Nothing but. against smokers, but there yeah. were several times in college where I was in group projects with smokers, and... Oh, the, you, you, you smell knew where bad. came from. I say, that, smokers, you had that crush you, on that like, smoker freshman year, didn't I you? I did not. Yeah. I don't want to talk about I, it. I believe uh, <laughs> you, you said I love you. Danica, I love you. All right. So we already... All right. So when I was in college, I was rooming with a friend of ours from high school, and we had a window that was positioned facing the smoker's table of our dorm. And there was this one girl at the smoker's table that we went to high school with. And my roommate, like, my desk was right beside the window. So, like, you could see me. I could see you. <laughs> it was just, like, a very awkward exchange of glances all the time. And, like, my one roommate would just walk over and, like, yell at the smokers and duck down quick. <laughs> and then there would be me typing. And then they think I yelled it. And then they would start harassing me. And I just want to do my paper. <laughs> Like, Tyler at that point would be, like, down the hall and taking a dump, and, like, he wouldn't even, he would leave the situation, like, he wouldn't clean up the mess. Like, they're yelling at me, like, hey, where's the other guy? We know he's yelling. I'm like, I just want to do my paper. I am just trying to, to, I have work to do. I'm trying to read. I just, please leave me alone. (laughs) I think my other favorite was when he would go with his shirt off and just stick his gut out and put <laughs> lotion on and stare at them. Is he putting lotion on? Yeah, there was, like, he would do that. And then we were also, we were facing another dorm that would have, like, these giant windows that, like, people would, like, study by. And, like, the one time, like, there were, like, this group of girls studying. And they looked down. And, like, Tyler, like, during our sophomore year when this was all going down, he intentionally let himself go. Like, he wanted to see how, like, out of shape he could get. So, like, he would, like, puff his stomach out. And, like, he would, like, get, like... <laughs> Moisturizing lotion, start like rubbing himself down. <laughs> like, you, you can hear these like, girls across the parking lot just like screaming at him to stop. <laughs> he used to come into. You guys said he used to come into the lunchroom and he'd slap just, his gut yeah, on the like table. He would, like he would take his stomach and just like slam it on the table like a bag. It's like a uh, dad tower act. <laughs> the original dad bod. So, like he. He rocked the dad bod. The age of that 20. was my, when he purposely said, I'm not going to exercise. I'm just going to see how much weight I can gain. Was it like, Tyler's like naturally like a pretty slim dude. So like it was, it was like an actual challenge. And boy, did he take it seriously. <laughs> like the amount of trash I would watch him eat and the amount of. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, like I would go to bed like he'd be playing video games. I wake up, he'd still be there. Then I just remember when you'd like sit next to him, worked with him over the summer. Like my God, dude, you're like a space heater. <laughs> he just made it's it. all this weight, man. <laughs> Side note: He's in much better shape now. He's really turned yeah, himself around. He, 
I don't know if his fiance was like, please get back into shape. Literally in two weeks, he was back to being a twig. It took him a very short time to lose <laughs> four years worth of weight. But. It took like two or three years to gain that weight. So and was, I, I mean, he was proud of it. <laughs> he flaunted it <laughs> in the weirdest way. It was like a turkey showing off his plume. That's exactly what it was. Peacocking. Yeah. So anyways... Demographics. Oh yeah. If we're going so, off a conversation, do you think smokers and Hispanics? Oh, absolutely. And fans? I know at least three people that smoke that would listen to this show. So smokers, <laughs> smokers. Something to, I think, just something to have as white noise in the background, yeah. like. Oh, it, like you're, you're out, alone washing dishes. You don't want like you don't want the ghost to come out because the ghost you know only what? come out when there's no noise. So like you just like have us just like making noise in the back. Like you don't know what we're saying. We're just there to like make you feel better. I will say though, and I think this is why I, we should target this demographic. If you want someone that's loyal and dedicated, it's a smoker. Rain or shine, it could be a blizzard. Harper's gonna be going on. I guarantee you, someone's going out there in the middle of that storm because they have to have. Their smoke. I think the keyword there is have to. Yes. The addiction thing. They must. <laughs> I don't think it's well, all about loyalty. I think it's more about addiction. I mean, now we're just splitting hairs. It's all in the wording. <laughs> Semantics. All right. Like, but I want someone that's going to be like, yo, I will go out in a blizzard for you. So we want... We want loyal people. Loyal, loyal people. people yeah. I'm here for the guy audience. that's sick of daytime radio who just likes to go out on his front porch, drink a beer, and wave at cars to go by. That's my demographic. So my, my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so senior citizens, obviously the baby boomers are a very big population. Yeah. We don't relate to them on many things. They no, claim we... to be the greatest generation. We no, I think are we technically millennials? I don't think. Yeah, we're, we're millennials. Are we, yeah, are we I think we fit it? in. Yeah. Like we're actually times. millennials. Now, to be fair, every generation, I feel like whenever a new one comes along, they get shit on. So, I mean, you shit on the freshmen. It's just, it's just, yeah. yeah. You pick on the newbie. I say everybody hates everybody else. So, like, do I see like, where like? What's it, Generation X above us? Like, I can see where their complaints come from. Like, sure, there is some entitlement stuff at the same yeah. time. I feel like Millennials gets bigger as, like, but every like, year. Like, they add another yeah. year. Well, span. yeah, like, most like, of the thing that people complain about with the Millennials is, like, actually, like, the generation, like, after us. Like, Millennials, yeah. like, pretty old at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's, like, 1984, I believe. That's yeah, let's say, like, we're, like, like Millennials book. are Good all book, over. Yeah. yeah, great book. Like, Millennials are all over, like, 18 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a new generation now, isn't it? I think there's like one or two behind us already. YZ or YX or XZ. Kyle XY. Kyle XY. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, didn't even have a belly button. <laughs> for, for any of you ABC family fans, 15 years ago. What did they switch a to? They Kyle XY like reference. Now yeah, it's freeform. What a dumb. It's, I don't know what they were trying. Because all they do is show. Well, they don't show Kyle XY anymore. I don't what think it made it just syndication. The but they show the Harry. <laughs> they show the Harry Potters all the time. It's mostly Harry Potter and then like the Foster. It's like weird, like high school melodrama nonsense. What was that one? Uh, all Smallville. That was the Superman one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a CW. Gilmore Girls. Uh, that was. Was that? I don't think Fox that was it. Here. Like, CW? Gilmore Girls was on an actual network. Yeah, that made. No, it was. Tyler and I would always talk about it. It was supposed to be like some drama about a girl going through like, a, like cancer in like chemo. 
But I just remember the flyer was just like her in like a bathing in like a thing of lemons. And Tyler and I would just, while we were going to do some groundskeeping, well, you know what they say, life gives you lemons, you get cancer. <laughs> you guys didn't call her Lemonhead? No, no, we didn't. Although we, no, we may have. So like free form, like yeah, it's free form now, and like it's mo- like it's mostly like nonsense. Like what's it, Pretty Little Liars? A while ago, it's like Pretty Little Liars. They they are really hammering Harry Potter into the ground. Yeah, they. The number of times I do like a Harry Potter day long marathon. Well, yeah, it's like a, we, every other week. I said like they make it's it sound Harry like Harry Potter it's, weekend. They make like, it yeah. sound like it's special, but it's just <laughs> yeah. like their normal programming. Dude, Harry Potter. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, once a year? No, nah, it's yeah, like three it's or four like, times like, a year. Once a month. Yeah, I'd say they Disney do it. Uh, Freeform. I'm pretty sure they do. Disney owns Freeform with their teenage probably, melodrama. Yeah. Shenanigans. The Fosters and Pretty but Little man, Liars. Kyle X Y. Wow. Belly buttonless kid. Yeah. <laughs> did we, did, did we ever, anyone watch that? What I, was he, a clone? I don't know. He was an alien. He, came he from just like, didn't yeah, have a belly button. Landed yeah. a, he landed here and he was like all wet. And he just was wearing like, like whitey tighties and he was just all wet. And it was like, well, like He doesn't all, have a belly button. Yeah, like the commercials like the really zoned point. in on that. Like he does not have a belly button. Like that's an interesting concept for a show. And are, are Hanes available on every planet? He had Hanes on. <laughs> His beefy Hanes. <laughs> beefy Hanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just sopping wet and then some family took him in and he just didn't have a belly button and that's like <laughs> what the whole show is about yeah, just like, I, hey look at this kid without the belly button it's a hard hitting show about growing up without a belly button <laughs> yeah. like, how do you live with it what do you do alright so here's thank you for speaking of shows this got my mental what was your favorite childhood cartoon to watch I mean this is going to be tough I had zero attention span for anything important, but as far as, like, shows go, I watched Beast Wars. It was, like, the Transformers kind of, like, spinoff where, like, robots were turned into animals and vice versa. That was my jam, and I was a Digimon kid. Those are my two. I would run home and I would watch those. I remember the name. I... Beast Wars? It existed. <laughs> Take my... what, what was it, a knockoff of Transformers? It was, like, a trans... It was, like... So yeah, the transformers. So it the was cars. the it was the street sharks of no, like it was the same like gen- like the people that made transformers made beast wars. It was just like a oh, spin so it was off a cash show. Grab. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The whole thing was it. The toys were super cool. I lost the pieces immediately when I bought them, but I thought the toys were cool. That's I had what what the hell was that show? Zoids. I, Zoids. I couldn't figure out how to put that stupid the fucking most thing together. It was like a wolf. Yeah, like, it, was, it would be like they're supposed to be like these like robot looking animal things, but they were like they were, they were like, impossible. Thousands of pieces. Like, it was like and they need... they were the ones where you had to like break it out yeah. of the tab thing. Like I don't a kid with an engineering degree exactly. probably like, would it was, still have they were complicated. Oh. Fucking hated Zoids. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly Walmart still sells them. And now Bionicle Bionicle was my jam. Bionicles were cool. I like Bionicles. But show-wise, if it was a cartoon cartoon, I pretty much enjoyed it. Like Dexter's, Courage, except for Cow and Chicken. That was the only cartoon cartoon. Cow and Chicken was weak. Oh, Dragon Ball Z was my thing. Okay. Like, the fact that people could die on TV, I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. I never got really excited about that for some reason. Yeah. That might explain a lot of my, yeah. like, inner traumas. I don't know. 
I never, I never really watched it, so I can't. I never, I didn't watch Toonami. I mean, looking back at it on it as an adult, it was mostly just like people like. Uh, well, wasn't like it supposed to be like yeah, the cool action? Oh well, yeah, all like that. there was there was that, but like most of the episodes were like people standing in place, like charging up their energy, yeah. and then their hair would turn blonde, and then they would miss. Now, what would you their... say was the best tsunami cartoon? The best tsunami that was Dragon Ball Z. No, Hamtaro. Hamtaro. The anime about hamsters going on hamster adventures. I guess you can't that argue with it. God awful. Do you remember that, Mike? I about that one. I didn't know what it was called, but I remember the concept. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Say. It's like uh, Gundam Wing followed by Hamtaro. Say. This really went deep into cartoons. I was yeah. just like normal, like Hey Arnold, <laughs> like that kid at the coolest room, and then they took that little alley and they made it into a baseball field and they just played ball with all their friends. Like, what's wrong with that, Jerry? I agree. I love it, but I got a bone to pick because I know for a fact you even told me that when your sisters had no, a that, favorite no, show, no, that was I yes, made that up. On. I no, made no, that no, up no, for no, attention. No, 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 I know, but you got to tell Josh. Well, that was got to tell the listeners. Would that, would that count as a cartoon? That was like a claymation. Oh, no, 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 it was a cartoon. Okay, if it's fine. Claymation is animation. I went through this angsty time where my sisters were like, "I have this favorite show, and I have this favorite show." So then, I decided I wanted attention. and had to pick the dumbest show on cable, so I chose Butt Ugly Martians. <laughs> <laughs> the show was about nothing. It was on Sunday afternoons, I and, I, and I would like. Get up from, like, Sunday afternoon lunch, religiously, like, gotta go watch my show. And, it was, and try to sit there and force yourself to like yes. this. I like this. I have like, no guys, idea what the heck happened. They but rode I, hoverboards. Yeah. I remember the show. I They had hoverboards, and it was super sick. They would do cool tricks, and then they would fight robots I hope at the my end. personality has changed, but that was just a complete attention grab watching <laughs> that <laughs> show. We have to, like, track down whatever, like, the last remaining VHS tape of Bud of the Martians and see if we still like it. Yeah. Do you experiment. think, I don't know if they ever, if that made it. <laughs> I think the only VHS tapes that exist anymore are the Mary-Kate and Ashley ones. <laughs> everyone has one. <laughs> Every household in America has Does one. Does everyone have Mary a Barney one as well? Because I know we had one of those too. That's, we didn't have that. We had a Gumby. Is Barney still relevant? Like, I work with kids. Like, I, work, I should ask them, like, do kids yeah. still watch Barney? Because I feel like they don't It was like, so, like kiddish to have Barney when we were kids and now like people our age are having yeah. kids so like, like I, I don't like, know if Barney's just like, like I think the Wiggles killed Barney which is really sad yeah. like I remember when my little brother like grew like was like a kid he like would watch the Wiggles but like not Barney and like I don't even know if like they play Barney anymore it's kind of a weird thing to think about is there a technical issue? No, just, I just see. making sure we're getting enough sound it looks Hand like gestures. we're yeah we're pretty good that's and pretty I can, balanced I can go in and isolate it and raise it up. We are You awful. did your little drift away from the mic. Oh, I do that. I get shy. <laughs> I'm a bashful. I'm a bashful. Guys. <laughs> All yeah, you guys. Yeah, you sure are bashful until you open up. <laughs> and then, like our one social studies teacher said, Josh, I kind of liked you more <laughs> when you... High school me doesn't count. High school when, me was When you were jerk. explaining... Uh, Afternoon Delight. What was that, uh, your favorite cartoon? Beast Wars? Yeah, when you were explaining that, it reminded me, like, when you tell the story about explaining uh, Redwall, and you got up in front of the class, and you used your hands like this, like, this is what it is. Redwall is a wonderful is amazing. series that you should never talk about out loud because it'll ruin it for you. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the thought, the concept of Redwall is great. Even the concept of talking about it it's good. It, it'd be like a Game of Thrones or yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like it's like Lord of the like Rings. In my animals. head, oh my gosh, 
best of both worlds. I love animals. I love fantasy, action, and swords. Let's put them both together. But boy, when you talk to it with someone, it it feels it. It, it feels like you're. Like you're yeah. Like I did a project in school where like we had to read a book and then like do like a speech about it. And I did a Redwall book and like as in there trying to explain like yeah, like there are these mice and they live in like this giant like church. And then like this like wildcat came and attacked them, but I think the wildcat was the same size as the mice cuz yeah, it wouldn't make sense if he was like yeah, I think they like they proportioned them out. And then there's like this magic sword in the wall somewhere, but they don't know where it's at and there's this mice ghost that controls the sword and this whole time i'm talking about it like my love of the series is just slowly dying just, within me you could feel all your joy of oh my god what yeah, have I, done? I remember there was like a point where like jared was in the same class and like i looked at him for value it's like i'm not lying am i <laughs> i is, was like these are real things yes he's he's telling the truth i honestly <laughs> didn't think it sounded that ridiculous but now that i'm listening i i it was one of those so i get sympathy pains horribly like if someone's struggling through a thing i feel it or the worst thing and had plenty of these like in college where there's someone who is like completely ignorant to how much they're like like they don't realize how awkward or how uncomfortable they're they're making people they are and they're making everybody and i would just they would literally like say their thing People would do some glances, and then you would just hear a, and it was me actually <laughs> physically doing it in the classroom, like behind Awful. the kid. And I, uh, uh, but yeah, that was you trying to describe Red yeah. Wall to our teacher. It was the last time I read. Red I was Red honestly, Wall. I would say, like there in that series, there's a for certain films they call it a coming of age and loss of innocence, like. That that definitely was that a was loss like of my explaining innocence. Redwall to my one communications teacher was my loss of innocence. All we would have needed was Glenn in there, and he'd have probably been to say like, like we had like a salt. If we had Glenn in there, we could back each other. Like, hey, this is a good yeah. series. Uh, what age did you start reading the series? Uh, yeah, sixth like grade, a middle school area that I started yeah. reading it. I remember the library having the entire series. Oh yeah, I yeah. Had, did we have them in high school? <laughs> I mean, at that Maybe. point, I owned oh, them. you have them? Yeah, I owned them at that oh, point. Okay. I was a big Redwall fan. I have. Yeah. They're good books. They're good now, books. You had the official Redwall t-shirt and yeah, hat. Yeah, part of the club. Now, <laughs> one thing I will critique you on, Josh, because you did tell me this, you didn't sing the songs No, I always whenever so, they came in. Redwall, there's a lot of, like, random parts where, like, the, the characters... That too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, it's they like song singing. Like, they break into song, and they, like, I would skip those parts that I don't really want to sing the song well but then you're not reading it okay well i'm fine with that because it has no impact on you've the never plot. finished the whole series not to mention then. whenever they describe all the feasts yeah they I'd be describe like, oh, food a lot be kidding me like, like they describe food in great detail and like it's all like it's all like women animals so it's like describing what their feasts would look like which is like nuts and like strawberry cordial yeah is a common thing. they, like, they somehow care. made literally eating acorns and grass sound elegant to the point where it's like wow i wish i could be in this world but I just uh, what was the it. other hatchet was the other book that would also describe it's like oh he cooked the fish until it simmered and all and it like made it sound mouthwatering it's like no this kid just grabbed a fucking flounder out of some muggy ass lake to survive had no seasoning just cooked it and just hey that into is a it. fish which by the way I have a bone to pick with that series you have a bone to pick with a lot of things tonight. 
Well, picking bones. Wait, was Hatchet a whole series? What was? Well, there was like four or five books, and I think it's all the same guy. I is think it Hatchet one, two, and three. Or they, I think is it one of the books just like the same story as Hatchet? Just they renamed the story or something, or they did something different? Is that with it? what they did? I think that happened once. I don't actually know because that is I the most unlucky individual. If he found himself in that situation, uh, my plane crashed three again. or four different times. Son of a Gary like, Paulson. I'm yeah. lost. Gary Paulson again. <laughs> oh, here we go. Mom and Dad. Gotta go find a muggy river to get a fish out of. Yep. Eat grass. Uh, that was Brian, Brian Jock. Jock. Ah, I Brian Jock. remember that. Matt Christopher, though. Matt Christopher, Matt Christopher. The boy that always hit home runs. The kid, the kid who only <laughs> hit home runs. <laughs> what a series. If I Sequel can find... to the kid of only hit foul balls. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long book. For God's sakes, Brian, the lights, it's getting dark. We gotta go home. Just swing Just and miss. Just get one fair ball. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> just mid, just dead a strike. We gotta go, bud. Everyone's tired. The concession stand's closed. They're out of candy. We can't legally end the little yeah. league Oh, game. I used to read Matt Christopher books, too. That was fourth or fifth grade. Redwall was mature. I never, like... Matt Christopher, like, it looked like there was, like, ten pages long. It was just, like... I don't care about a kid riding on a dirt bike and being really good at it. Like, oh, he did a wheelie. Like, I don't <laughs> seeing that. It, seeing that in real life is great, but like reading that just like yeah. with words is like, okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah, it, it's like it hearing a kid describe something. Like, okay, you did a wheelie. I didn't see it. I don't know. It's if it was like cool. a kid. Yeah, like at swim lessons when I taught those, like a kid telling me about what he's doing today after lessons. Okay, man, I'm teaching you how to float right now. I could care less what you do with your day. Yes. Like, whoa, and then and then Eric went in for the big pass to finish the game, and he made the pass, and then they got the touchdown, and they won the game, and like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean. I <laughs> have better things to do besides read. It's a compelling story, A I description guess. of, like, a sixth grader's football Dude, game. It's all in what you want. And that's not what I want. I'd rather have mice fighting with swords and then. I know. And I will say, even though, like, we see it as childish, I mean, there was decapitation. There was blood say, and it guts. Was dark. I mean, it it was dark, but marketed to kids. I don't think it was marketed. It was just happened to be in our library. It just happened to be, yeah. But even as you described it, it's like it had a cute mouse on the cover. Why am I? So of course re- it's for kids. Yeah, it's like smoking, like Joe Camel. Yeah. Well, look, there's a it's camel relatable. with a leather jacket. It must be for kids. It's marketing, Jared. Oh, the dare, the dare program. <laughs> the dare program. Does that yeah, still exists. Lion. No, Eddie the Eagle was the coolest program. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. Eagle. Yeah, don't stop. stop. Don't touch. Don't touch. Leave, Leave the, the area. area. Tell an adult. Don't, don't ever touch the guns. <laughs> don't touch the gun, kids. Yeah. Gun safety. Oh, another. I'd like to. I'd like to get the Asians in this demographic as well. We just to this? throw that out there. <laughs> um, Jared keeps looping back. Well. I mean, we I told come, you it's a very twisty we path. We always circle. make it back. You know, sometimes we the always, most direct route isn't straight ahead. It's always that, but all right, go ahead. I'm curious you know, how this finishes. Yeah, sometimes the most direct route is not the most direct route. Like, I mean, obviously, Asians make up the largest demographic. In the world. Okay, that's Worldwide fair. population. That's accurate. Now, if they're allowed to listen to this, I don't know. Communism is a little more strict. Okay, well, like, with the demographic question, like, 
it's great to say in theory we should target these people, but like what we've talked about so far was like what Redwall and Mike's Spanish nickname in high school. So like, you're what, saying we who need are to, the people? Like, who so are you're the saying we need to, to target this? a niche market? No, I'm just like asking in general, like what we're doing right now without changing anything. Who wants to listen to us talk the about guy, this stuff? Like I said, the guy the that guy. just gets yelled at all day at work. <laughs> he just comes home, wants to crack open a beer, just avoid the kids and the wife, sit just, out on the front porch and wave at cars. Just I think to a couple guys, someone talk that, about book series, yeah, someone that cares about clubs. French. I, that's what I do every day at work. <laughs> card clubs, book readers, trumpet players. Trumpet players. If you, if you heard the stuff <laughs> I'd listen to, I feel like some people would be like, what's the point of that? Why do you find it entertaining? Well, you're a very special individual in terms of taste. It's conversational. You're very interested so? in like mental illnesses and serial killers. It's like no, what I gather is like, your no. favorite serial killer. Uh, be careful with how you answer this. Yeah. That's a tough one. <laughs> You're a Dahmer fan, aren't you? Nah, nah. I could not, not be a really. Dahmer fan. <laughs> not really. Do I know a lot of details about <laughs> him? Yes. He's an all-star in but the Serial Killer Hall of Fame. Just, nah. <laughs> Welcome in Jeffrey Dahmer. Woohoo! <laughs> One guy in the crowd. I'll never forget, there was a... Uh, Finally nominated. There was a comedian <laughs> on, on Bob and Tom's show who, uh, I guess he grew up uh, in the same neighborhood in Milwaukee. And uh, his dad knew Dahmer's dad and, I guess, played, like, tennis with him. And he's like, I wonder how that conversation was. Like, they're catching up about stuff. Oh, what's your son doing? Oh, you know, he's doing stand-up comedian. Oh, how about your son? Oh, not good. Uh, they found some heads in his fridge. <laughs> he's in prison pets. right he now. Keeps he's pets. apparently taking gay men from home, and uh, I couldn't believe he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked to find out my son is gay. <laughs> I was just like, can you imagine, like, yeah, that, that'd be rough. But no. <laughs> I'm not... I have a wide taste. I have a plethora. Some of it is dark and macabre. Some of it's not as dark and macabre. It, if you look at the average, though, if it's we all look at the average, macabre. it's all pretty much what a normal twenty-six-year-old person would. I mean, I think if I were to be in front of a doctor or in a ward talking to a therapist, they'd be like, "Yeah, you shouldn't be here." Like, I think the true test would be if you were under investigation for something, would like the cop or like the FBI agent be alarmed by what you were in, like ingesting in terms of media? Like what you're watching yeah. would be like, whoa, this guy well, this explains why he went on a rampage and murdered thousands of people. Well, Tyler once asked me, yeah, when you were a kid, didn't you like uh, pull the legs off of frogs and like play Dr. Frankenstein and do stuff like that? And just laughed and said, no, I played sports as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was too busy. So I feel like, I feel like if Tyler were here, he'd defend me on this one. But, uh... Fair enough. Yeah. I mean... I'm normal, right? (laughs) Uh, We'll let the audience decide that. (laughs) We'll let our demographic slash target audience, whoever that may be, the smokers and the hard workers. Do you ever tell someone that you love, hey, I love you so much, I just want to beat your face in? I can't say I ever have. I love you so much. I don't know if I've ever loved anyone. So maybe, <laughs> I guess I don't. Yeah. 
I don't know if I've ever loved someone that much where I would just want to smash their face in with a rock. It's Mike, love. <laughs> you're engaged. Mike? Yeah. <laughs> this man, <laughs> you've never said, ah, oh, fiancé of mine, I just love you Insert so much. Fiance, I just want to take your face and just slam it into the kitchen counter. No, I can't say I've been Because you're just enthralled with so much like emotion. Just, you're like, you make me feel, ah! Like you love her so much, you just want to snap her neck and throw her into the basement for a couple months. <laughs> Is this not... This is not something you covered. This is not something I've huh. considered or thought of. I've never been engaged. Well, this is I guarantee you, she said something like that. Oh, Mike, I love you so much. Well, I could just hear. chop up your body and leave you in uh, the compost. <laughs> Cut a hole in your back and then put my arms through it and play with your arms. <laughs> Thank you, my Mike. Moment. I love you so much that I just want to high strings to your arms and want to. Gut you like a fresh killed deer and work you like a marionette. So welcome to table in a basement. Never had that conversation. (laughs) So anyway, I think we should also target the Native Americans because they don't get enough recognition. Going live in the reservations. (laughs) So all to to the Native American audience. Anyways, we know you're out there. Moving on from the one percent or whatever they are. All right. So speaking of violence, my last point that I had written down. So I'm a cafeteria worker or something out of school. And one of the kids I was talking to this week, I may or may not be a cafeteria worker out of school. Can we? Yeah. Should we say what we do? uh, At some point, I'm sure I'll say it. But for right now, I like the mystery. So, but I heard kids. He's good with kids. Like. Like, they were talking about, like, the Purge movies are really popular with, like, the kids in middle school these days. And, like, they were talking about, like, if the Purge came out, like, how they would go out and, like, be fighting people. And, like, I don't think anyone would really do that. No. Like, if the Purge, like, if you've ever seen the series, it's one day a year they have a day where everybody can go out and just commit all the crimes they want to get it out of their systems. Yeah. Wasn't and, like, Ethan Hawke in the first one? I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I just know from just passive. I like things. Ethan Hawke. That's why I asked. But yeah, I don't think that would happen. Like one, I like only it's like see a movie. crime is not just something that builds up in you that you need to get out. It's not like wow, I just got like so many crimes in me I need to commit. Like it's just, I don't think it works like that. Like hey, here's a day where I can commit crimes and be awful. This is fine. I don't, I don't think that's how people work. So I don't really see people going out and just murdering each other yeah. on the street. In horrible fashions. I have a tough time with movies that Nick Nolte's not in, so <laughs> that's I haven't seen any of them. Uh, I only watch uh, the original Hawk with uh, Eric Bana and uh, uh, pre or post facelift because uh, that was 2002. He looks rough. somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, Eric Bana and uh, what's the other one that Nick Nolte's in? Oh, The Warrior, the one with Tom Hardy. And, oh uh, yeah, the that was a good one. Of, maybe not. Maybe, who's the guy? He's in. Mickey Rourke? Is that who I'm thinking of? He Mickey looks, Rourke looks rough. He looks rough now. Well, Same. Kenny Rogers looks kind of rough, too. But Yeah, uh, that... Yeah. yeah. Well, there's good. there's multiple factors contributing to that. <laughs> but, but anyway... On a lighter note, uh, so what Betty would you, White. The Purge. 97 this week. Hey, she it? Wow. Wow. She's a golden girl. She's the original. She golden. really she is. She's the last one left. Which, by the way, excellent show. Um, my babysitter used to turn it on and watch oh, it. Oh, great, when I was, like, great show. I was in elementary school, so, like, I would watch it passively. Like, that and Roseanne I grew up on just because my Roseanne was good, too. It. Roseanne was good, too. I had too. a tough time with Roseanne because of her voice. That and the, uh, what was it, the nanny? Fran Drescher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nanny. 
<laughs> I'm Rand Drasher. I was a, I watched Nick at Night a lot as a kid too, just because I didn't. Oh yeah, that early. yeah. I was a big. Uh, also, what was the other one? TV Land. I watched a lot of Sanford and Son and All in the uh, Family. Yeah. I didn't like those two that much. I liked the Cosby Show a lot. I watched Did that as a kid. TV Land was that still a thing, or did Nick at Night take that over? Uh, it's uh, still a thing. Still Nick at Night while. is seems to be the popular one that yeah. picked up a lot of the like ones like those other shows that started to get syndicated and stuff. All in the Family. Uh, it was Charles and Charles was like at three in the morning. I would wake up to that sometimes. Yeah. Is Nickelodeon still its own company, or is that owned by Disney? Uh, no, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's under Universal Studios. I uh, think. That's right. That's right. Well, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Disney's, there's. Everything's rolled by, like, three conglomerates. Disney is a well-oiled machine that will someday control everything, and I'm fine with that. Oh, I'm fine with it, too. Honestly, why not be run by something that's obviously successful? I mean, was the guy who created it maybe a little anti-Semitic and a little wacko? Yeah, but aren't we all a little flawed on the inside? I think we are. (laughs) From what I'm gathering is... Jared is suggesting that we're all just a little bit anti-Semitic at some point. No, 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 no. We don't no. have like a little bit of hate no, for some no, no, sort no. Of group. I'm just saying no one is perfect. All right, Pobody's perfect. Who's perfect? Pobody's perfect. <laughs> it is getting late at night, and you can tell by how much we're descending. But we still. <laughs> so to get back on the purge tangent, I. I find it, it, it's like, I guess the concept, well, it's not really, it's a weak concept to make 19 movies around. Yeah. I feel like it's a great movie idea, and that's kind of where it would end. That, be a great, like, but but my thing is, it's not realistic, I get why they're doing what, I get why they're having people that want to, like, rob and kill and stuff. But those are all, like, crimes that are, like, done out of desperation, statistically. Those aren't ones that are just, like, necessarily done on a whim or thrill. Like, there are people that do that, but it's rarely. The crimes I would commit, I would probably literally just download LimeWire and illegally download all the music. Yeah, I would just download a lot of music. I would would just, like, pirate films... Um, I don't know, maybe sneak into a movie just to relive that. Uh, or, you know, like get the ticket for, hey, I'm going to see Chicken Little and then go in and see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do you think like they would like still have the movie theaters running during the purse? It's like if I was like a movie theater tenant, I wouldn't want to be out with like crime. Well, go, dude, I get stabbed in a movie theater just because it's I, I guarantee you. Well, I'll tell you, they better be, because after I go and see my movies and whether they're pirated or I sneak into one, I'm heading down the street for some half-price appetizers after 9, so Applebee's better be open. You can dine and dash because it's... Exactly. See, the purge makes everybody like a bad person but they forget about the guys that you know just had a hard day at work they just want to come home <laughs> crack open a beer and just sit out on the front porch and wave at people like that's like what would they do during the purge yeah. what would that hardworking guy do if everything would was probably suddenly... stick on the same plan i mean just why stay change, with why it change your to life say, like if yeah. you're on that like rhythm you don't want to interrupt it yeah. especially if like everything yeah. 
everything around you is descending into chaos. You just want to crack a beer and listen to three I mean, dudes talk a, about stuff in the basement. But yeah, like the people wearing the masks, I get it. Because visually, people probably don't want to watch a movie of a guy just sitting there downloading songs or sneaking into like a restricted area or yeah, I so guess I, I get why. Yeah, I get that. From a movie standpoint, it makes sense to have everybody. Hey, we just want to kill each other. But I'm just like realistically in real life, it would think That's it would not, mostly just yeah. be people just doing petty things. Yeah, what if the girls in high school that were into like the rebels, like instead of like the kids that like smoked cigarettes and like drove motorcycles, they were just into like the kids that download illegally downloaded music and <laughs> oh, oh like man, he's oh, such he's, a rebel. He's a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, he downloads le- music legally. He gave me a thousand songs last night to fill up my iPod. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> my Zoom is full. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Zooms, let's give a shout out to them. They R.I.P. Zoom. Yeah, R.I.P. They, uh, great interface. Did any? Just... I was gonna. Uh, well, apparently you owned a Zoom. Oh yeah. Did the anyone reason, own a Zoom? The reason I had a Zoom was because a girl that rode my bus had a Zoom, and she talked me into it and told me that she could trade me songs that I wouldn't have to then illegally download or buy. So that was the reason. And then probably a month after I got it, they made it that you could only listen to that song three times when it was traded. So. Then I got back on the, the, the LimeWire <laughs> kick. and Well, and plus, like, Zune's biggest selling point initially was, oh, you can play videos and all that. Oh, yeah, and the then screen was, like, twice the size Literally, the iPod. the iPod video came out, like, a month later. I'm like, well, there it goes. You can't keep Apple down. Yeah. They will always come out with something. Yeah. Back in the day. I miss iPods. We were talking about this earlier. iPods are disappearing. Like, it's not like you just, like, everything's on your iPhone, but, like, I just miss having an iPod. Like, this is the thing that plays music, and I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Imagine instead of, like, the girls swooning over the leather jackets, they were swooning over, like, Invader Zim hoodies and, like, gloves that had all the tips of the fingers cut off and, like, well, putting their shoulders on Well, there were girls that, that did that. Well, well, there was. Yeah, that was the scene kid thing, but, oh, he's just... So I was gonna Swift say with his fingers you, at wire. I remember <laughs> it was probably when we were fifth, no sixth grade. If you were if you were a scene kid, you were repping Invader Zim, uh, Jack Skeleton, yeah, Jack Skeleton. Anything like Nightmare Before Christmas related was a really big like emo goth scene kid. Any yeah. skater shoes? Oh, oh, yeah. uh, don't forget the him T-shirts. Oh, oh, him! I never, I've never listened to that band. I don't know if it's a real band. Uh, no, it was a real band. Oh, they, they just recently did a farewell tour. Oh. I mean, they were around a long I time. Say, I mean, their target like audience like has grown up and become but they, actual. They had like that hardogram thing or whatever, yeah. and it's like, I think so many people knew that logo, and it's like, oh, that's him. Him. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel about Misfits. Like, I don't know a single Misfits song, but well, I know they make like black skull basketball jerseys. Well, like, most- that's that's not even the. I don't think there is a single original member left in the Misfits. Like, most of the, like, my, I've never listened to the Misfits, but I don't want to because most of the people I've met that have worn those Misfits shirts have been... Are people you don't want to... I say, absolutely massive pricks like concerts. Like, there's the right word, douche. Say, like, those I are the guys say, that, like, go in there trying to hit people and, like, are just, like, ruining the show for everybody. Like, those are the people that wear like, the Misfit shirts. Misfits and Guar are the two bands where it's, like... I don't think they've had an original member for a well. Guar, I think the last founding member like died back in 2013 never, or something. Never forget. Never forget. Yep. Rest in peace, Dave Brocky. But uh, <laughs> Odorous Arungus shooting weird sperm-looking penis goo from your space penis gun on Man, stage. 
I'll never forget that concert. Who is this guar band? Why is the why is the stage guy putting on a poncho? Well, it's funny, like, when you go to, like, certain things like that, though. Like, you know the kid in the Misfits jersey is probably going to be a douche. If you go snowboarding, you know the guy that's wearing, like, all hunting camouflage is probably not a good skier. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or wearing blaze orange hunting clothes. Like, you know they're very not very good. But then on the other note... There's always the douchey kids that wear the extra-large Vince Carter basketball jerseys snowboarding, and they're usually pretty good. They can do some pretty good trick on the, tricks on the rails. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just I was music say, and snowboarding. They seem really good at the terrain park is what I've noticed. Like, anyone with a basketball jersey seems to be more focused on street stuff, not downhill. I like... Um, when I was in college, I got into rock climbing, and I always loved watching, like, the kids that were, like, the obvious, like, weightlifting musclehead kids try to rock climb because it just didn't work. Like, rock climbing is a very specific, like, muscle-like grouping and a very, like, specific, like, for, like, technique. Like, it has a very specific technique to it, and, like, you just can't be strong to do it. And, like, watch these kids come in and, like, be really, like, arrogant about it and then try to get on the wall and not be able to do, like, simple things just because that's not how it works. Well, a lot of college lifting is just glamour muscles for the most part. It's, like... But, like, protein... Yeah, I had three. Ro- I had two roommates uh, that were hardcore in lifting, and they would take before workouts, uh, a during workout drink, and then an after workout. And the one roommate lost his gallbladder, so he would just do the before workout, the during, and then he couldn't even make it to the after because he'd be running home shitting it all out because there was nothing to f- stop him. So, uh, yeah, it was just. A waste of whatever they spent at GNC. I'm not exactly sure, but like, I know he said he had one that got him pumped up, and he had to do a speech one time, and he was really nervous, so he took that pre-workout so, so it would pump him up so for the his speech. his heart went at 80 beats faster. I think every college has that exact same group of people. Like, I knew a group that, like, I wasn't friends with, but just, like, passively through, like, social media. Like, they had a hobby where, like, they would just go to Planet Fitnesses just so they could get kicked out. Like, that was, like, a thing they enjoyed doing. I mean, when you're only paying, like, a $5 a month. I don't understand. It's just I know it was something they did. Yeah. My one roommate had this one type of protein. It was called an animal pack or something like that. And it was these little individual plastic baggies that looked like horse pills. And <laughs> he would chug all these things down and insisted that it made him bigger. But, like, they all still had guts and just drank beer and stuff on the weekends. So you never saw the results, but they yeah. must have saw something in it. So that's all that matters, I guess. I mean, like, people have been muscular forever. <laughs> I don't really think, like, taking a bunch of extra po- protein powder is really going to do that much. I mean, if you just eat like a normal person. Yeah, like in terms of, like, yeah. practical muscle use, like, I don't think it matters. But I guess if you want to look the part, sure. Like, the way I see, like, I work out so, like, I can be strong to do things. Like, that's why I like to do it. But I guess if that's... How you get validation? Yeah, I'm not I look down on it. Getting into it, uh, posture. I've always felt like I had a hunched over posture, so I thought maybe I could help that out a little bit with fatted muscle. But that's, yeah, I'm yeah not, I guess I'm in, I'm engaged now, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, gotta, I'm not into the glamour you muscles. Gotta stand anymore. up straight and look presentable. Yeah, I can't be all hunched over in the front of the ceremony. You know how that goes. <laughs> like a all bashful like kicking my feet. Like a hunchback. Oh, you guys. <laughs> you this is guys, my big day. This is my wedding. My big day. <laughs> That's exciting. I can't wait to do a pre-wedding podcast with Mike. 
We're going to yeah. sit down here, and he's going to be in his tux, and we're going to make him late to the ceremony because we have so to do I've, a podcast. I've right. actually talked to my best man. We're thinking maybe like a lake house weekend. Huh. Something we so bring our uh, table. Is there oh a basement? My God, my favorite we, Keanu Reeves movie. You guys could do uh, <laughs> end of the dock media. End of the dock. Switch it up. Yeah. Make one. We are end. here at the end of the dock. Hey, this pretty is funny. End do, of the dock to set up these podcasts in random areas. We'll so like you there. just go to the Bucknell bookstore and set up two mics and just sit there and talk just, the whole like, time. Mics. <laughs> we are here at the Bucknell bookstore. Previously table in a basement. Now Bucknell bookstore. <laughs> in a basement? <laughs> Dude, hey, can well, you go in the basement? There? Can we actually get into your basement to do a podcast? Hey, can go in your basement yeah. so we can film a podcast for smokers and hardworking white people and Native <laughs> Americans? Asians. <laughs> Asians as well, and hopefully. The, you know, the guy that just gets enough the of it in his ear at work. and hardworking guy that just, just needs, needs a break. To, yeah, come home and just... Sip on a glass of wine because his stomach can't handle the beer anymore. And I, I think for the female, let's just put women. <laughs> women. And women. Women out there. We're here for you. We, we get you. We support you. Rights and things. I'm pretty relatable. By hair? By hair. Funny note. Uh, hashtag there was a while where Jared's haircut was the exact same haircut as every single middle-aged like mother middle-aged mother so like we would i would go to things looking to looking to like hang out with jared and like trying to meet up with him and like i would keep thinking i would see jared but it was always end up being like a middle-aged woman twice in my life i've almost tapped somebody on the shoulder of a bar that i thought was jared and it was (laughs) now all joking aside is that a true story because Let's say what I said was absolutely true. Josh was true. pretty genuine. Yes, I've his. actually gone up to people and yes. thought it was you. I like, remember walking Jerry? into. Oh, I walked that into is a the, female to the local bar and yeah. I saw a woman and I was like, "Oh, there's Jared." And then I realized it was not. The back of your head is is very effeminate. Like, uh, yeah, you have a very feminine back of your head. I don't know. What to, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's the back of his it's neck. The, it's the bun. Jared has a wonderful bun. For those of you not watching on the video streaming thing, which probably. At this point, it's just audio because I would have ran out of space on my phone. But We'll put a picture of it. Well, I'll yeah. draw a picture using my state-of-the-art drawing skills. He can head headbang like a madman, he too. Yeah. He's and hair whip. I guess that would be like a, a Willow Smith. Well, I'm like, yeah. Or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Willow. Oh, speak, we keep, Boy, the Smiths. We keep circling around this, but I would like to make a special mention of Avril Lavigne. Who is yes. now back in the music She is scene. back. She's back. Welcome back, Avril Lavigne. We're happy to have you back. It it's was, good to have it you was back. Good to, like for like not making, not saying anything bad about Miley Cyrus and Katy Perry and like these other like female vocalists, but we've missed you, Avril Lavigne. You just, you do, you sing. We needed and you're presentable and like there's no nonsense. Yeah, we needed our Canadian goddess yes. back we in the scene. We needed our ca- Canadian punk vocalists. Yeah. We missed you. <laughs> I, from a form as a former skater boy myself, head above water is a banger. <laughs> I'm pumped for this new album. I'm stoked she's back. She beat Lyme's disease. She beat Lyme's disease. I have Lyme's disease. <laughs> Jared has Lyme's so disease. when she said "see you later, boy," you didn't listen. You were always waiting to say "you." Jared's That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, I I'm genuinely pumped about it. Say, we're happy to have you back. Welcome back to existing. I wasn't sure what happened to you no, for she a was long always time. Here. You were always here, just not doing stuff. Uh, five years, I think. It's been far too long. Yeah, no, far it's too been long. far too long. Like since she's been gone, we've had like mumble rap has become popular, and just like the general, the popular music 
since like Avril Lavigne got Lyme disease and disappeared has just yeah. It was like going downhill before um, that, but like it has really hit yeah a very significant low. For like me. Uh, Melodyne and a lot of over auto tuned, over processed vocals yes. got really popular. Um, yeah, mumble rap was a big one. Let's what are so real quickly? What are the things that have changed since Avril Lavigne was gone, but it's now back? Um, so we got mumble rap. Trump is now president. Auto tune. There's Trump is now president. <laughs> many school shootings. There's a lot more school There's shootings. There's a lot now. of yeah. Um, that's, let's say so like Avril Lavigne has really had an impact. I think I think her coming back. Hopefully we'll see we'll the bring I, back the skating community. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Skate yeah. or die. Skate or die. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. Well, Warp Tour ended, so yeah, the yeah, skateboarders Warped. don't have a home. Yeah, Warp Tour's ended. We just have skateboarders roaming the streets. I still yeah. remember there's uh, like an old Blink 182 concert from Warp Tour in like '98, and they had like a half pipe behind them. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just crazy what their demographic was at that point. Yeah, times have changed. Now kids just like sit in a room with like their Beats headphones and listen to mumble rap. Listen to mumble rap. Then they talk about how great it is, but like I don't want to hear it. Oh, you never know. Everybody, every musical artist now either has a Lil in front of their name or it's just gobbledygook. Yeah, there's a lot of Lil. Kaishi Six Nine. Is that the one guy's? Well, he's in prison. Yeah, yeah, he's in prison now. But yeah, but you got to get the tattoos of your name like right across your forehead. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything. Like the teardrops. Because apparently he killed somebody at some That's point. That's a pretty cool tattoo. Sure. <laughs> sure. You have a couple ta- teardrop if you, tattoos. If you meet a guy with a teardrop tattoo, do you say to his face, yo, man, that's a dumb tattoo? Or knowing what the meaning is supposed to be, do you just smile and wave, boys? I, I like, I think I try to be polite and kind when I can be, but, like, I feel like if I could have just, like, one, just, like, no consequence action, just, like, go up to somebody with, like, just like a stupid tattoo and say, hey, that was, that's dumb. Or like a, like a dumb shirt. Particularly like a dumb shirt that just like says something that's like really stupid and offensive. Just go yeah. up to that person and say, hey, your shirt is stupid. I don't hey, like your shirt. I'm sure, like- I'm sure we'll bring tattoos up again. I do have kind of a funny story about a dumb tattoo that I got called out for <laughs> looking at. Like by the, by the guy's wife. Oh, my. <laughs> and I mean, in my defense, <laughs> they were bad. Dumb tattoos. Think before you do it. Well, uh, these were done, I think, in someone's home with a kit. That's another lesson about tattoos. Never never do it at home and think, like, am I going to like this several years from now? Is this worth getting permanently etched on my skin? Like, this deer antler surrounded by barbed wire. Like, is this is this something that's really necessary? Yeah. We should, driving like, to a trailer park to get a tattoo, you've probably already made a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> You're spiraling out of control. <laughs> it's almost too late to stop you. <laughs> hey, someone's got to do it. Do they? Is this like a thing that has to happen? I mean... Is it like barbed wire, like the tribal bands, or just... Yeah. Here, let me ask you this. Is a tram stamp ever a good idea? Has there ever been somebody that, like, has gotten a tramp stamp and has, been, has like, felt good about it tramps. for the rest of their life? Well, Regular I would say at the, at <laughs> the, the time, they probably... No, but, like, I mean, a, lot of, a, a lot of motorcycle girls like them because, uh, like, I know, like, when they... So, for instance, if their husband or significant other is gripping the bike, they put their arms around them when they lean forward. It kind of shows off. I know yeah. that's one demographic <laughs> that actually enjoys it. Uh, my aunt did that. Um, as 
far as anything beyond that, uh, I think it's just like uh, kind of like a where's the manager? Like, can I please see the manager? Like, you ever see that starter pack where oh, it's yeah. like the mom cut and then yeah, I feel like that's a demographic. There's like a it's just like a thing for like a subculture of people who just have the tramp stamp. Yeah, like I branched out and got a dolphin on my foot. I branched out and got this tribal tramp stamp yeah. on my lower back. Um, flowers, I think, were a thing for a while. Like a flower pattern, like swirling on your foot. Live, laugh, love was a big yeah. one. Yeah, with uh, like the... Well, now we just stuff. put that on our interior decorating. Say, you just put that above your door. So you just, just did like a silk screen and just put it on your wall instead of like getting it etched on your shin or whatever they would do. Yeah. I think it'd be funny to make signs that are just really... Like, there already are some extremely obvious ones out there. Like, all that, uh... uh what is that? That crafty bullshit yeah. that people get. Like, there's, like, one that's, like, welcome to my porch. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> welcome to the kitchen. Like, all that other stuff. The green grass is still alive. Couch. <laughs> there's, like, over my couch. This couch. This is couch. <laughs> but it's, like, all that, like, bullshit, like, country, crafty... Oh, yeah, this sun, like, this sun doesn't iron. shine where the shade is. <laughs> something that's, like, supposed to be cryptic. I say but... something that, like, sounds, like, really artsy, but, like, if you sit down and think about it for a couple seconds, that's just dumb. <laughs> like, a couch is just a collection of seats that family take. And then you sit there and, like, you put your hands in your... Like, you put your head in your hands and you just, like, smile into the distance. Yeah. Like, wow, that was really nice. They could put one above the toilet. It just says, like, welcome to the dumper. (laughs) (laughs) The poop station. The poop station. (laughs) That's so scream with, like, really fancy writing. It says poop station. Poop bowl. (laughs) Going to pitch this to Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, well, I'm sure Jared lives close to the woods, so he doesn't even use his toilet to pee. He just goes out in the woods. Obviously. Yeah, uh, but his is just a dumper. (laughs) Just a dumper. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go and pitch this. I have a story, then, about tramp stamps. But again, that can be another, another time. That could be a long tangent. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just like a, again, another one. At least I didn't get called out by this couple. Like we'll leave. When I saw it. We'll leave the audience wanting to come back to it. Like, wow, I really want to hear this Jared story on tramp stamps. Well, like, I mean, it's nothing. It's like a cliffhanger. Yeah, but it's a pretty lame ass cliffhanger. <laughs> it's literally going to be. Oh, that was a three foot drop. It, it's not going to be a cliffhanger. I'm going to call it more of a hill dropper. Or no, a slight embankment. Like, by this point, do you think we've talked about, like, describing this story more, like, longer length than the story itself is? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just an observation. It's not even really a story. It's just an observation. <laughs> but getting called out for the the terrible tattoos by the guy's wife that that was pretty awesome yeah i feel like you get caught out a lot like there have been like two or three times i've been with you you've been caught out just for like silly things by like other people yeah i just have the poor timing of looking at the wrong like like the one time we were in a sheets parking lot staring problem yeah we were in a sheets parking lot like Like, there were like these high school kids it was two in the morning there were high school kids screaming and this one girl was like in the parking lot like waving her arms around making a scene and Jared looks, like, reasonably, no, 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 no. Jared looks over, and she, like, stares at her, like, you every, have a staring problem. Like, everybody looked over, but I guess glanced back quicker, and I happened to hold my gaze a hair listen, too long. Listen, kiddo. You have a staring problem? I don't understand how you got here, because you're definitely 15. And two, stop what you're doing. Yeah. 
You're in. Sh- it's two in the so morning. So then, what we did was we blared one more time by Daft Punk and stared at them at the other side of the parking yeah, lot. We just slowly drove further and further away while blaring Daft Punk's one more time. With kind of like our like. And then we circled back soundtrack. ten minutes later and did it again. I say we played that song a lot that oh, year. We like, did. That was our we, theme song. Anywhere yeah. we went, we were blaring one more time by Daft Punk through my Jeep stereo. Before we were driving the whole way. Yeah, that girl that uh, yeah, she like came running at us and was like using her cigarette like it was an extra finger like, pointing <laughs> at us. Good times. What an adventure. I tell you. Sassy ya. little girl. Central PA has just some classy, classy individuals everywhere. Everywhere you look. Believe it or not, Sheets parking lots in the middle of the night is not a place where you're going to find sophistication. Yeah. Well... I think we've reached our natural end to this particular episode. I think it's been a good run. We had a good run. We broke an hour. We may or may not have video with it. We'll find out in a couple seconds when I go over to the phone, but this has been Table in a Basement. My Thanks name for is having Josh. me, guys. Yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. man. Like You'll, I said. Mike will appear again at some point. At some point, I'll string along. There's a kayak over there I might sit in next time and do this from. <laughs> we might have yeah. Mike in a kayak. Like I said, Mike, you're more than welcome. Anytime you're free, come on over. Bring whatever subject you want, and we promise we'll do whatever we can to make you laugh, cry, cringe. Mostly cringe. Squirm. I think mostly just sit in awkward silence Sit in awkward silence. Like, I don't know what I'm... Like, that guy that's at home after his hard day at work, just, like, sitting there on his porch in silence. Stare up in the air, longing to be somewhere else. (laughs) Sick of all the beer and wine that his house has, so he just wants... He just wants to sit back on a little bit of liquor, you know? Yeah. So this is... This conclusion is for that guy out there, just sitting back, enjoying his porch, ready for the weekend. This is for you. Thanks for being part of our Inside Jokes. Good night, everybody.